Dear Mr. and Mrs. Duckworth, I was very pleased to have your letter. I felt that perhaps a photo of myself would be as good a memento of the moat house as I could send you, considering you are close to the place, and I knew you would be interested in the newspaper. I am sorry you do not like the present staff at the old place. I do not know much of either of them. One thing I shall never forget is your kindness to us. I sent you a paper containing the execution of Dougal, and as you have seen, I was present. I hope I shall not shock you by being present, but I felt I should like to see the end of him. I was successful in getting permission to attend, and I witnessed the whole thing from the time Billington first entered the cell to the final drop. I was rather surprised to see Dougal show such a bold front at the finish. When Billington entered his cell, Dougal cast a somewhat uncertain look at Billington, which seemed to say, "Shall I submit?" One of the wardens seemed to read him the same as I did, for he placed his hand on Dougal's arm as if to prepare for any resistance, but he offered none. Dougal had a drink from a tin mug, which I was told was brandy. The next moment, his hands were strapped behind him. The signal to leave his cell was given. He braced himself up, and with head erect and chest forward, he emerged from his cell. His face was slightly paler than at his trial. His large eyes were staring, and his hair was whiter than it was. Otherwise, it was the same Dougal as from the first. He walked erect to the scaffold, and without the slightest assistance. As soon as he reached the scaffold, his legs were strapped together. The white cap was on his head. The noose was round his neck. The chaplain reciting the burial service. The executioner had his hand on the lever when, all of a sudden, the chaplain called out, "Guilty or not guilty, Dougal?" To this, there was no response. Again, "Dougal, guilty or not guilty?" Dougal said guilty, and the next moment he had disappeared from view. A glance into the pit showed he was dead. His life had been taken for the one he had so treacherously slain. You have doubtless read Dougal's so-called confession, which was printed a few days ago. If anyone had a doubt about the case, they need not have one after reading it. As regards the scene of the murder, we have not been able to ascertain for certain where he actually murdered her, but from what has come to my knowledge, I believe he murdered her in the open against the cart shed adjoining the barn, and that he dragged her into the barn until he had got the place ready and then put her in it. I found some blood-stained things in the barn of old standing, but the expert could only say it was mammalian blood, so he did not bring it out. It, however, confirmed my opinion. I've just resumed duty after being on the sick list for nine weeks with my ankle. I am afraid I have now tired your patience, so will conclude with my very best wishes and thanks for your past kindness. Believe me to remain yours faithfully, David Scott.